HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Hello, hello, Heritage Radio Network listeners tuning in from 165 countries around the world, about a million listens a month. And today, I know everyone is listening to Tech Bites, the weekly show where we look at the intersection of food and technology. And today, that intersection is on a wheel of Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese. Have you ever had Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Often, we think all Parmesan that comes from Italy is Parmigiano-Reggiano, but that's not true. It is something very specific that's been made for more than 900 years in a very traditional way from a very specific place in Italy. And if it's not authentically Parmigiano-Reggiano, it's something else. The Parmigiano-Reggiano Consortium has started using P-chip microtransponder technology on the cheese to start to track the authenticity, the supply chain, where it's going, where it was made, which is really fascinating considering that it's been around for 900 years. And now we have really, really cutting edge technology. And why is it so important that we know where the Parmigiano-Reggiano comes from and if it's authentic or not is an interesting question that you would go so far to make sure your cheese was authentically what it's supposed to be. So joining us today to talk about this very interesting intersection of um, old heritage craftsman food and modern technology, we have Riccardo De Serti, the director of the Parmigiano-Reggiano Consortium in Italy. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And we have Massimo Bio, director of business development with P-Chip. Thank you for joining us as well. Thank you, Jennifer. The One of the exciting things about doing the show remotely instead of in studio is that we get to have guests from around the world, like Italy, people calling in from Italy, which previously didn't really work. So the first thing to talk about, I think, is why authenticity is so important. Why is it important for us to know that the Reggiano Parmigiano is authentic, and why would people even be interested in counterfeiting or making um, forgeries of cheese? 
Ricardo. Yes, the the answer to this very interesting question is uh, start uh, explaining the system of Parmigiano-Reggiano uh, we have uh, um, into the European rules for geographical indication. All the geographical indication as Parmigiano-Reggiano are established and recognized on the base of a specific uh, specific uh, specification rules for the production. So, uh, under the control of a third body that certificate the respect of all the rules, the authenticity is uh, an important pillar to achieve two different uh, goals. On one side is uh, the, the base on uh, which we built uh, the relation with the consumer because uh, the food lovers that buy Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese and uh, uh, pay a premium price for the real Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese need to be guaranteed about uh, the um, authenticity and to buy the original Parmigiano-Reggiano with his specific quality. On the other hand, the authenticity and uh, uh, the authenticity based on uh, a specific new technology on digitalization and not on the analogic approach, uh, open the windows for the future to new perspective to uh, improve the efficiency inside our system and our companies that produce uh, uh, the Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese. About how many companies and dairies are producing Parmigiano-Reggiano right now in Italy? Uh, now uh, we have 300 dairies uh, producing uh, cheese all the day uh, along uh, the, the year. And the Parmigiano-Reggiano is a very craft product. And in, on this uh, um, base, we built uh, the relation to the specific uh, own quality that is different between each of our dairies. So if it was simply one factory or one dairy or one place producing all of the Parmigiano-Reggiano, it might be easier to keep track of what was authentically produced or not. But if you have um, so many different producers, then that makes it also a little bit more challenging. We don't really quite have the same geographical indication regulations in the United States as you have in Europe. We certainly have rules about what you can legally call a product in terms of a category like bacon or cheddar cheese or um, you know, organic milk. There's a definition for what organic milk means, but that's not tied to a specific brand or a specific geography in the country. I think the easiest thing for people to recognize and make a comparison about something that is a specific regional product and then turns into a universal category is something like champagne. Champagne is a sparkling wine produced in a specific way, in the, specifically in the Champagne region of France. And legally, that's the only wines that can be called champagne. It doesn't matter if it's sparkling somewhere in France. It doesn't matter if it's the champagne method somewhere else geographically in the world. We can only call champagne wines champagne. But 
universally, I think around the world, people often will call any sparkling wine champagne just because it's such a strong brand. Is that a similar situation that happens with generally Parmesan or other types of cheeses that are coming from Italy and other parts of the world? Do people make the mistake and just call things Parmesan sometimes? Yes, uh, uh, the, the, the problem and the opportunity are the same of uh, the example of Champagne. Uh, we are based under this uh, geographical indication system on a specific territory. And in our uh, case of Parmigiano-Reggiano, the Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese can be made only inside a very specific uh, region in the Emilia-Romagna, uh, under the Emilia-Romagna region and uh, a part of Lombardy. And uh, all the breeders uh, need to use for to feed the, the cow specific uh, uh, forage uh, from uh, this area and the, the, um, the, the transformation the, and the uh, production of the cheese need to be made uh, in the dairies uh, also um, established into this area and also the uh, aging of the cheese must be up to 12 months in this region. So these are very in very short term the uh, pillar of the specification that uh, we need to certificate under the uh, mm, uh, authenticity scheme. So in the past years uh, we achieved a very uh, big target for our system because uh, we increased the production but also the price. So the Parmigiano-Reggiano system now uh, express a very important uh, economy, a role in the economy of Italy. Uh, to understand uh, with uh, uh, one uh, uh, value, the overall sales at the consumer price of Parmigiano-Reggiano are uh, around $2.5 billion. And uh, it's a very, very... Uh, big business and under this business uh, we are under the attack of counterfeiting uh, practices around the world and into this uh, field is very important to support uh, the um, control and protection activities uh, with a concrete and efficient system to guarantee the authenticity. 2.5 billion dollars is what the Parmigiano-Reggiano market is? Yes. That is amazing. That's an enormous number. That's a lot of cheese. <laughs> a lot of cheese. In terms of wheels, we produce uh, uh, around uh, 4 million wheels uh, each year. And each wheel, uh, the weight is around 40 kilos. That's amazing. And so before you have P-chip technology... How do you identify that the Reggiano Parmigiano is authentic and not a counterfeit product? What have you been doing in the 900 years up until this point? Yes, it, uh, the, the needs start from the, uh, the beginning of our history. But uh, in the last three decades, we introduced a first uh, around the, in uh, um, 1990, 
uh, introduced the use of the casein label. Uh, the casein label is uh, um, a, a ring uh, of uh, casein that you we apply to the the wheel uh, the day uh, we uh, we produce the cheese and this casein plate paste with uh, the the cheese. Now uh, we have on this uh, uh, casein label an analogic uh, code. Uh, to identify uh, the wheel and uh, start with the traceability. The problem of this system is uh, that we cannot uh, uh, read all the, the wheel uh, we produce and we can track and check the authenticity if in some case one wheel or a part of the wheel need to be uh, checked. In the future, with the new technology of the P-chip technology, we will be able to read uh, at the barn all the cheeses, um, and this will be, uh, will be possible, including uh, a chip, a very small chip, into the uh, casein label. And as I said before, this approach, this digitalization of the system will open a new perspective in terms of management of the big data of the production and the management of a lot of production, a lot of information on the production data system, but also for the marketing needs uh, to uh, provide information related to the, pro the production of the cheese. That's amazing. Uh, just out of curiosity, where does most of the counterfeit Reggiano Parmigiano comes from? Come from which part of the world is producing uh, counterfeit cheese? Oh, the uh, the um, the kind of in terms of counterfeiting, uh, uh, the problem now uh, are very low in uh, uh, European Union market that at the moment is uh, uh, the, main, the most important market for our sales uh, because uh, we established during the years also new rules uh, and new uh, regulation that support the protection of the product. The problem in term, the biggest problem in terms of counterfeiting uh, uh, and in terms of counterfeiting, I'm explaining when uh, someone put uh, a not authentic Parmigiano Reggiano under a, a, a pack with uh, the label that uh, name Parmigiano Reggiano. And this kind of problem we have in new, new countries uh, like as the South America, the Asian market, and it's very important. Uh, for Parmigiano Reggiano Consortium to check, uh, to pick up uh, product and check the quality of the products. Also in US, we have it that uh, is the bigger market outside the European uh, Union, the US market. We have some problem, but uh, not uh, is not the, uh, um, the, the market where we have uh, the biggest problem in terms of counterfeiting. The problem in U.S. is uh, in terms of misleading uh, in, with the, 
the, with the consumer by the use of the term parmesan on the similar product, but is not a counterfeiting uh, in the U.S. market. Okay, interesting. Interesting to know. So labeling, production, being able to keep track of $2.5 billion worth of cheese, such a big number. We go now to the P-chip technology. Massimo, tell us, uh, explain to us a little bit what the P-chip technology is. Um, you know, we've certainly, you know, on, on this program, we talked about blockchain technology back in 2018 and how blockchain and um, digital data can help us track how food is produced so we just can trace the sources along with the authenticity. We know um, what microtransformers micro are and microtransponders are, but tell us how it all comes together in the P-chip. How does the technology work? Thank you, Jennifer. Well, the P-chip technology is uh, uh, based on a uh, small light-activated microtransponder chip. Is uh, based on silicon as raw material. It employs a variation of semiconductor technology to trace high-value goods and all stage of a supply chain. Uh, let's say that uh, it's uh, extremely small and no invasive, especially when you have to uh, uh, tag a craft product like uh, the Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese. Is a 500 micron times 500 micron sites uh, with a thickness of uh, 100 microns. So it is extremely small and is having everything integrated. So it is activated through a light that normally is a laser light and uh, transmit a radio frequency ID signal that is always uh, telling us uh, uh, this is my ID number, this is uh, the date, time of the transfer, and this is the location. So in few words, is always uh, telling us this in a crypto way, so it can not be counterfeited, and therefore any kind of activity that we are recording is extremely precise. It's um, very, um, let's say, flexible from the use point of view, both from technology and uh, marketing. Because if we talk about marketing, uh, that is very, uh, let's say, important for the industry to add value to the finished good, uh, it can be used for uh, anti-counterfeit, uh, for food uh, traceability, um, in supply chain for the track and trace. In terms of technology, standoff uh, is extremely, uh, uh, let's say, flexible because it can tolerate extreme temperature minus 280 Celsius up to 500 Celsius is not suffering the microwave irradiation is having a, a withstand high g-force uh, um, it can tolerate solvent and reagents so in in term of uh, technology has been introduced at uh, uh, the consortium parmigiano reggiano because during the process they have some of this stress uh, that uh, this kind of tag was uh, very uh, did perform extremely well. So when you talked about the size, the size, um, when we spoke earlier, you said it was like a grain of salt. Indeed, yes. So very, very small. What was the technology initially, originally designed for? I'm sure when 
when these microtransponders were being developed, they were not thinking about putting them on a wheel of cheese. <laughs> yes, what was so the original? <laughs> what was the original? What was the original idea? Correct. Right. Uh, uh, the original idea uh, was done to uh, precisely uh, tag the uh, instruments and uh, the probes used in the laboratory for histology, the hospital, or the pharmaceutical industry. Okay. Okay. So and that's then, why it's so small. And then, at what point did? the idea of making it uh, food safe and using it for food and beverage, at what, what point did the technology start to evolve in that direction? Well, 2019, uh, PCHIP started to think about uh, the great value that the technology can uh, add in the anti-counterfeit that uh, is having an area where uh, there are significant, huge investment to defend the brand. And uh, then food traceability was a consequence because, of course, uh, we start to have dialogue with several uh, potential partners. And when we find a bright uh, uh, company like the Consortium Parmigiano Reggiano and he is a security uh, director and Ricardo as a general manager director, we start to think about uh, to introduce a 4.0 uh, digitalization that is not invasive because it is a leave uh, to the Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese wheel, uh, the, uh, let's say, the image that is having since 900 years of craft management. But in the meantime, is adding uh, a very smart technology that allows to reinforce the authentication, as Ricardo just described. So they can now say, we also have a microtransponder that is a secure gate for tomorrow to be used in the blockchain. But in the meantime, uh, is also giving uh, the ability to link to the software of the blockchain the amazing number of information they have about the process, the quality of the raw material, and the security of the production to the, through the P-chip in order to be track and trace in a very quick and accurate way. So fascinating. We're going to take a quick break to find out who the underwriter of this program is. Did you know Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit? We keep the lights on and the mics hot out of the generosity of our members, many of whom are listeners like you, grants, and underwriters like this one. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Roberta's was founded in Bushwick in 2008 and has become one of the most iconic restaurants in the country. HRN made its home inside of Roberta's in 2009, and together they have become part of the DIY fabric of the neighborhood. Roberta's, the pizza restaurant, is open for lunch and dinner seven days a week and serves much more than just the famous wood-fired pizzas. Their team dreams up new salads, pastas, and sandwiches on the regular. Roberta's Tiki Bar is alive and well in the back garden, serving up frozen drinks in the summer and hot toddies in the winter. Stop by the bakery and takeout spot next door for fresh breads, sticky buns, and pizzas to go. 
And of course, there's the two Michelin-starred Blanca tucked away in the garden for truly daring diners. But Roberta's also extends beyond Bushwick, with multiple locations in New York City and now in Los Angeles. You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. You are listening to Tech Bites, the weekly show on the Heritage Radio Network, where we look at the intersection of food and technology. And today, that intersection is on a wheel of Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese, the $2.5 billion Reggiano Parmigiano cheese industry has joined forces with P-Chip technology in order to track the authenticity and the production of their very valuable product. Joining us today, we have Ricardo Deserti, the director of the Parmigiano Reggiano Consortium and Massimo Bile, director of the business development at P-Chip. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about Reggiano Parmigiano, find them on social media on Instagram at Reggiano Parmigiano or Parmigiano Reggiano USA. You can also find them online, parmigianoreggiano.com, and you can find P-Chip at pchip.com. We were just talking about how the technology has now evolved to be able to be embedded very discreetly on a wheel of cheese. And even though there are 300 plus dairies producing Parmigiano Reggiano, currently it's actually the program is in a little bit of a testing period. Is that right, Ricardo? You have about um, 10 dairies that are using the technology as a sample and you'll be concluding this sort of first trial um, sometime next year. Is that right? Yes, uh, we are uh, in the middle of this uh, project. Uh, the relevant uh, uh, intermediate result that we obtained, we checked and we uh, now can say that the P-chip technology is uh, uh, able to support uh, the needs of Parmigiano-Reggiano uh, cheese in terms of authenticity and traceability. What we need to do to conclude uh, uh, this uh, project and uh, uh, make the choice to apply the new technology to all the production is to improve and implement some uh, uh, mm, uh, some new uh, target for the reader because uh, as Massimo Bio explained, uh, the technology uh, needs to be activated by a laser reader and we need to apply these uh, in uh, relation to our craft production that need uh, every day uh, to spend time uh, to read all uh, the wheels. And the second uh, um, step uh, we need uh, to do is uh, to improve uh, the software uh, to manage uh, in the better way all the data system. So uh, in uh, our opinion, we will be able to start with uh, the and run the project uh, in the all the uh, dairies under our specification we believe into 2023 so far then it has been a successful project then at this point 
the successful project, yes, in terms of uh, um, coherence between these very, very new technology. We are at the first uh, uh, cheese and geographical indication that apply this approach. All the other uh, European geographic indication use some analogic uh, uh, system. So the, the more relevant result is uh, to uh, work for the application to all the, the pro all the products. We believe that uh, the uh, work of our dairies will change a lot under a new system where uh, on the base of the data system of the certain and uh, real uh, link on um, traceability of the products, uh, the, we will work better to improve the quality, to check uh, the non-quality um, uh, wheels and uh, define the problem that we have also in the production to improve the quality of the certification cheese. And Massimo, from your point of view on the P-chip technology side, is this the first time you've you've done a project with cheese and a and a product like this? Uh, yes, uh, we had uh, and we still have uh, many content in the food uh, industry, but it's the first time that uh, we have a project with uh, uh, the cheese, uh, and it's the first time that we have a project with uh, a craft. Uh, food manufacturer that is completely different uh, in some extent as uh, Ricardo mentioned compared to a, a large industry that is having many automation. And how do you think the project is going in terms of the technology? How is it? Is it working as you want it to? What have your findings been? Uh, well, we are extremely uh, satisfied for the project. Uh, indeed, uh, uh, it's not like an, an industry, as I mentioned before. And if I can make a couple of examples. First, uh, if you are in industrial line, you can stop and go or you have an offline testing uh, line. In uh, a craft manufacturing company, uh, they are, uh, the workers are working uh, hard from half past four in the morning, uh, up to 10 in the morning when they finish the production and they are rushing, they have no time. So this was a great learning session that we had in the last uh, six months uh, in order to um, customize the reader, in order to meet uh, the requirement of uh, people that are user, uh, not to use a, a, a digital technology. And in terms of software, as Ricardo mentioned, we have to upgrade the software in order to be far more intuitive uh, because uh, the reader is combined with a tablet uh, with all uh, the smart choice uh, that are recording uh, the activity. And this is uh, something that we are not concerned from a technology point of view, but uh, is more based on the uh, customer requirement that need to be accomplished. So fascinating. I'm going to ask both of you one final question because unfortunately we're running out of time, which always happens when we're talking about something interesting. So the same question to both of you, I'll ask you first, Ricardo, what do you think the future is for Parmigiano, Reggiano and technology? You'll be completing the project next year, but what do you think the future holds for the next 900 years? 
Oh, the, mm, this uh, is a, a very new perspective of Parmigiano-Reggiano. On one side, we are very, very strictly linked with our history and uh, for the quality of the product, we need to maintain uh, the coherence with the uh, historical uh, rules of production. So this uh, uh, need to respect uh, the rules and specification don't uh, um, um, is open also to new technology for all the part of the system not uh, related with the specific uh, uh, rules of production. And the example of the cheap technology to support the tradition and the traditional system of production is the example, a very clear example of how technology can improve also traditional product lives as Parmigiano-Reggiano. And in the future, I look at other fields to improve by the way of new technology, also the current with our history and our tradition. And what do you think? Uh, Massimo, about the P-chip technology. I mean, we are in an amazing place right now with the science. Where do you see the future of it, specifically as it relates to working with food and the food industry? Well, we are investing a lot in terms of uh, knowledgeable uh, resources, uh, in terms of headcount, uh, and uh, in, in, in terms of money. Uh, to uh, develop more and more our technology and our ability to uh, project management uh, and engineering. And we do see that uh, the potential of a P-chip for the dimension and for the uh, combination we can get uh, on our, on, with our tags that we, in some cases, we already patented, that uh, we can have larger uh, requests in the food industry because like in the example of the Parmigiano-Reggiano, if uh, the day that uh, they will adopt the technology, they decide uh, to uh, apply on uh, the wedges and the grated cheese uh, packaging, the P-chip, they could uh, get the full trustability reading the P-chip on a wedge to the cheese that did produce this specific wedge. So it's, uh, it's a very... Uh, let's say ambitious project, but we are extremely confident to deliver. Well, as I said earlier in the show, we did our first episode about the blockchain and utilizing the blockchain to track the food supply and where food comes from back in 2018. If you're interested in going back to the archives and listening to that, that's episode 152. It's blockchain and the IBM Food Trust. This is episode 278, which is so exciting and unbelievable at the same time. Um, and it really, I think, takes an interesting look at the meeting of something very traditional and something very technologically forward. I want to thank Ricardo Deserti from the Parmigiano-Reggiano Consortium and Massimo Bao from Pichip for joining me today all the way from Italy. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank our listeners and our underwriters and our sponsors. If you like this show, come back and listen next week. If you really love it, subscribe to it on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcasting platform. Leave us a five-star review. It'll help more people discover 
the really interesting stories like this that we have to share. If you think it's important and you can't live without it, and you think that we need a platform like Heritage Radio Network that's been around for more than a decade with tens of thousands of hours of recorded shows talking about our food world and trying to create a more equitable and delicious world for everyone, go to heritageradionetwork.org, click the beating heart, and maybe send us what you spent on cheese and a plate of pasta this week. It'll help us make more radio and tell more stories. I'm Jennifer Leutze, and this is Tech Bytes. This show is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.